True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. Hello, welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal and Renee. And we're so excited to be with you today on True Crime Broads. Today was just an incredibly special day for Missy Beavers. We found out recently that the head the billboard went up I almost said headboard great the billboard went up and Renee do you want to talk about your fun day it was so exciting oh my gosh it was busy um yeah so you know as everybody knows we uh, did a GoFundMe for a billboard and a lot of you donated we appreciate that so very much um and then Ellis County Crime Stoppers jumped in and they funded the rest of it so we ended up having enough money to get it put up sooner than we thought we were um so it went up and we didn't know we wasn't expecting it to go up until this what yesterday and it ended up going up on thursday which was Mm -hmm. (laughs) mind-blowing we were thinking it was possible i think they had mentioned getting it done on friday too but anyway it went up on thursday so that was you know surprising somebody else told us about it we were like wow and then um we got we were contacted from um a lady at WFAA Channel 8, and uh, she wanted to do a story on the billboard and, and everything, and how all that kind of came about and, and happened. And so today I had an interview um, to represent me and Crystal and True Crime Broads um, with WFAA about the billboard and everything. And it was, it was interesting. So then they did an article that's already came out, and it was on the news at 6. And it's supposed to play again tonight at 10 and at midnight. So awesome. if you have a chance, watch that. You did a fantastic job, Renee. It was so great. I was, my heart was totally bursting, as Cher said in my favorite movie, Clueless. But yeah, <laughs> thanks for doing that. That was huge, huge, huge. And it's so wonderful to get the word out about Missy's Billboard, just to the outside chance that people don't drive by and see it. Because, of course, that's Ellis County, and it's not the whole the whole United States. So um, we're just hoping the right person will come forward now. We really pray for that. It is time. It's past time. And we're just happy to have another venue to um, advertise her case as, uh, for lack of a better word, get the word out. So yeah, that was really huge news. And it was so much fun seeing you on TV. My whole family was really, really excited. I'm so glad. I can't say that I was as excited until after I watched it, of course, because she did a fabulous job on the story. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of course, I wasn't ever so excited to be on TV because that's definitely not um, something I want to do. But I just kept telling myself um, that my um, my point here is only to bring awareness to her case and help help um, solve the murder. And if I guess if I have to get on TV and <laughs> do what I got to do, that's what's going to happen. Because otherwise, I can promise you it would have been a no. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, and you know what? You would never know that you were that far out of your comfort zone because you looked like a pro you did a great job you looked relaxed and Teresa, you're right Teresa Woodward uh she's a senior reporter at WFAA she did a fantastic job on that segment she really did she did she I was really very pleased with it so if anyone hasn't didn't catch it live or can't catch it later tonight um we put the link up on all of our social medias so go check it out um the only one where I couldn't link it of course is on Instagram but it's on all the others yep Tried to get it up there. Um, well, I tell you what, I um, 
I was just sort of reflecting on some things about Missy's case lately, because once again, we don't have any kind of updates from MPD on the case. Um, but, you know, I was reflecting on a conversation I had with her really close friend and boss um, from Camp Gladiator, um, the lady who trained Missy how to do her job was Renee Jones. And we've talked about her a couple times now, but I was reflecting on an old conversation I had with her about Missy. And, you know, um, we were just chatting and I had assumed that she had been in contact with Midlothian police. Cause you know, like we talked about on the last episode, she was very high profile in that CSI document, the CSI report from Missy's crime scene. Um, she was quoted in there and redacted. So this is the strangest thing, but I was just talking to her like, oh yeah. And I just assumed she had been in touch with MPD. And she said, no, actually I haven't. And I said, really? And she said, no, um, they never reached out to me. I just thought that was kind of interesting. It just sort of stopped that me. In my, yeah. Crazy. It just, it just kind of stopped me in my tracks. And I realized apparently they have a completely different investigative team on this case at MPD than they did at the beginning. I think almost everyone working the case now, if not everyone, is fairly new to the department. So, you know, they came from other departments and they are experienced investigators. So that's encouraging. However, early on, you would think that in those first few weeks, few months, they would have reached out to Renee Jones of all people. And another thing is, you know, I was thinking, well, maybe they just didn't know about her. But you know what? We all knew about Renee Jones because she was in several of the news programs about Missy early on. So that's really strange. And it was just a real shock to me. I just wanted to share that. I, I should have shared that sooner, but it just sort of popped in my mind. And just the fact that Renee Jones was never, ever questioned. I don't mean questioned as in like, was she involved? Because obviously she was not. But I mean, questioned right. like, how does Camp Gladiator work? And and she knew Missy's comings and goings better than anyone because she's the one that trained her how to do that job and she was killed doing that job you would certainly think that they would have talked to the head of that whole area and oh and something else that you and I have already discussed Renee is Renee Jones had the rosters of everyone who had signed up for not just Missy's class but all the area classes I mean you know there's been speculation over the years that it could have potentially been a camp gladiator participant that killed Missy or someone who had been to one of the classes and kind of got the lay of the land and scoped out the church and the way the class works. I mean, we don't know. So I just, you know, I find that really strange that they never once reached out to talk to Renee Jones. Hi, Renee. We're back. Sorry about the technical difficulty. Go ahead with your story. That's okay. Um, okay, so you were talking about um, how you were surprised about Renee Jones not being um, talked to, which, um, yeah, I'm absolutely uh, shocked that, that she wasn't talked to. However, mm -hmm. I do know, you know, in, I do know that the cops, you know, I don't blame them because I do know that they don't have a lot of experience solving murders in Ellis County, Midlothian, and that's a good thing, you know. But I do hope that they will basically kind of start over, 
you know, and, and fill in those gaps, things that were left out, you know, and maybe learn from those things. Cause I, I think that it can be obviously a learning uh, curve as, as well as do nothing but help the case, you know, all those places where they miss things. And I mean, maybe they just, I, I, I really don't understand it because even you, you don't think she's involved, by, but at least get the information that she knows. And it had to have been a ton, you know, she, she was like the, she was like the uh, encyclopedia for the information they needed about Missy. Yeah, as if, far if, as if anyone wanted to know her. anything about Missy's routine and where she worked and how she worked and who was supposed to be there and who actually showed up, all those records were in Renee Jones' possession. And it is really shocking. I agree with you um, that that was not explored early on. Um, but I think that she's probably had a chance to talk to them very recently, my understanding. So hopefully she shared some of that stuff with them. But, um, yeah, that was, um, that was, I kind of just think they should have talked to her in the first few years, you know, pretty, right. pretty wild, pretty wild that that Absolutely. got, it's just wild that got overlooked. Um, but all that matters, I guess now is going forward. Hopefully everybody's focused and going to get something done. And, and I'm like you, I'm a, I'm a police supporter. I definitely don't want to bash MPD. I just get frustrated about this particular case. Right. And just hope for the best. Yeah. yeah. We absolutely don't have any bad anything bad to say about about any anybody like that. It's just <clears throat> I just feel like you know when they don't have a lot, you know when you don't do something a lot, you don't know how to do it, and that's not their fault. I mean that's a good thing, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. As far as living in a community, but it's a bad thing when you actually have one and you have to deal with it, you know, because it's like okay, we've only had one one of these in the past ten years. You know what do we do? Right, so, right. But anyway, obviously, um, they know their job better than we do. So hopefully they'll get a chance to go back and fill in those missing gaps. Right, right. It's definitely rocked the community. And I don't think anyone has completely come off of being on edge since it happened. Right. Exactly. I agree. Um, So I want to explain where the the billboard is. We had a couple places. um, We had a couple different places that we had opportunity to get a billboard. Unfortunately, some of them were quite expensive and was going to cost a lot more money and it would have taken a lot more time to get it done. And I think the location that we got was very good. Um, it was in our price range, which was good. The, the company was really, really good to work with. Um, and so anyway, so if you're in Ellis County, if you are headed down 287, um, like you're headed towards Ennis, it's going to be on your left-hand side, maybe about five or six miles after you pass Waxahachie. Maybe, no, maybe about eight, eight miles. It's about eight miles. Anyway, it's on your left-hand side. There used to be a barbecue place there called Pit Stop, and they had like a red, uh, it was almost like an old-fashioned police car light that went around. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it sat on top, so you couldn't. That's how I noticed the place all the time, which was genius for them when they when they were there to have that thing there. Because I'd always look over; otherwise, I would have never even know it knew it existed. But anyway, so now it is it is actually a new place called Blue Bonnet Barbecue. They have great food, by the way, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's literally when you are coming down two eighty seven. You know, they just have, they don't really have exits on 287. You just kind of do a U-turn or whatever. So there's like a little turnaround and you just do a turnaround. And when you're turning to take a left to go back the other direction on 287, the billboard is right there. Awesome. It's very, very visible by the street. 
It looks fabulous at night. I had somebody send me a picture of it at night. It looks great. So they did a great job. That is so exciting. That finally happened. It's really cool. You had that vision to begin with. And you did all the legwork and it happened. So that is super exciting. Thank you for doing that, Renee. That was a huge project. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It was, it was, um, it's, it's our honor, you know, me and you both feel the same way. It's our honor to do stuff like this because we, we really, really want justice for Missy and, you know, I mean, whatever it takes to get it done. Couldn't agree more. I know that a lot of our listeners feel exactly the same way. We've had such an outpouring and we really appreciate everyone and everyone who donated. Couldn't have been possible. We got, we raised half of the money from our listenership. And the rest of it came from Ellis County Crime Stoppers. They picked up the remainder of the tab. So that That's was right. huge. Thank you to Ellis County Crime Stoppers. Yeah, they, they are a great organization. They um, they um, do a lot for um, in, in um, solving crimes and helping do that. They um, actually have like the and I'm I'm not good at describing so if you can if you want to jump in here anytime just let me know but mm-hmm. it's like kind of like a they're like the call center for tips for crimes. So each county can have their own. It's the same organization but each county would have their own separate one. And they handled they didn't in the beginning but they ended up handling because there were so many calls coming in from um all over the country for the Missy Beavers case that they had to, they ended up getting Ellis County Crime Stoppers to handle it at that point. And they started taking the calls. And so basically what they do is they take the calls and it's not even in, even though it's for Ellis County, it's not even in Ellis County. And I guess that's kind of a good thing if you think about it, because it's not somebody that lives here taking the call, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's true. Somebody completely different. It's somebody else that doesn't know, who Betty Smith over here is on the corner, like, oh, I know her. her you that's know. interesting. So, and, and yeah, so that's like a good thing. When I heard that, I was really impressed by that. I thought, man, that's really smart. So they do it for Ellis County in another city, and then the vice versa. They may have one in Ellis County that actually is taking calls for one in West Texas or something. That's you know, brilliant. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. So they they take the calls, and then at that point. They um, they do some kind of I guess report or something, and then they turn them over to the police, and they get like a a number attached to them, and that's how you're able to call in a tip that is anonymous. So like let's just say you call in a tip, and you're like I seen the person who you know broke out the windows at this house over here, whatever. Um, and so they would say okay, so they would just give you a code. Let's just say your code is A one two three, okay. And so you're like, you give them the information, you don't say your name, you just say, you know, the car was a blue Ford, whatever, and the person was wearing a red hat, you know, whatever. And so then they take the information and they write down A123 and they tell you your code is A123. So then let's say a month later, they find this person and the car's right and the clothing's right, everything matches and they end up solving the crime. Then they go back and go, okay, who gave us that information? And they go back and coordinate it with, oh, it's A123. And then so somebody calls and says, hi. Well, they don't call. I forget how they do that. It might, might be, I can't remember how they connect you. It might be like a, well, that's the part I get confused on. I was used to say they call you, but they don't call you because they don't have your number. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. somehow they get in touch with you. But it's like a. I don't know. I'll have to ask again. I'm sorry, y'all. Thought I, I thought I had it in my head, but that part confuses me because it's anonymous. But anyway, you have the code, 
and somehow the connection's made, and then that's how they find out, and you get the, the tip money. They, they pay up to $1,000 for tips that uh, lead to an arrest and conviction. That is so cool. No, so yeah. you explained that well. I had no idea that's how they are. Well, except for that last part. I couldn't remember. I can never remember that last part because it confuses me because it's anonymous. So it's like, how do they, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think, okay, I think it's something to do with like you log in. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So you log in. I remember now. You log in on the app. And so I guess it sends a code to, to, the, to the app where you logged in. But it doesn't have your name or anything on it, and then it lets you know, and then you, I guess, you go down there and coordinate with them and get your money if you, you know, did the tip that got it solved. So very cool. Neat. That totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and that's that. That's that P3 app. So if you look at the billboards, you'll see to the right of the phone number is a little logo, and that is called the P3, and that's the app that you install to call in or give them tips for whatever crime there is, and then. Um, there's another cool thing, and I know I told you this, but I'll share it with everybody because I thought this was pretty cool too. And I actually, I actually seen a, one of my crime shows that I watched the other day, this was actually on there. So it was kind of neat to, kind of funny that I've never heard of it until now. And then after I heard of it, I watched it on TV. But anyway, so Ellis, uh, Ellis County Crime Stoppers, but also Crime Stoppers across the nation, they have this uh, thing where they, so they take $50 from every person that pays like probation or whatever for their crime when they're put on probation or parole or whatever. So when they pay that money, $50 of everybody that is convicted of a crime goes into Crime Stoppers. And so they take that money. Of course, they do lots of things with it that it, that helps to solve these crimes. But this is just one thing that I thought was interesting. So they will take a deck of cards and on the back of every playing card, it'll have, you know, the phone number 972-937-7297, P-A-Y-S, and then maybe even the P3 app, I don't know. But it'll say, you know, call in your tips. Well, these criminals are in there, and then they're, you know, having a room with this guy over here that's bragging about, you know, this person that he robbed or whatever. So then that person calls in a tip, and he gets the money, even though he's in jail. (laughs) He gets the money. If he calls the tip in and he said, you'll be surprised that they will call him the tips and, you know, cause they want that money, but they hear about stuff in prison or in jail. Right. Right. And so they put it on the back of all the playing cards. So the other day I was watching a true crime show and it was the same thing. The only difference in this show was that it was a bigger city. Well, let's just say like Chicago, um, they or Dallas, whatever. Um, they took every playing card was a different case. So, and it wasn't on the back of the cards because these are on the back of the cards. So if the person's holding up their cards and they're, you know, looking at their, the face value and the other person's looking at the back, the back of it is where it has that on it. But these cards were on the part where you see king, queen, you know, whatever. It had, you know, a, a person's case, a person's missing, please call with information. It had just a little tiny piece about them on that card. And I thought that was neat. Every single card was a different case. So cool. Now, Ellis County is probably way too small for that, but, you know, it was just interesting that they did that. I thought, that is really genius. Have you ever thought of that? Man, that was great. That is so awesome. I, I know it, yeah, I really thought that was neat. Yay. It was a productive day, and you did so much work yes, today. You're going to sleep good tonight. I know. Well, I'll probably, um, I might actually just relax tomorrow. Now, I say that, and I have, I know I have some form of ADD, so I have a really <laughs> hard time not doing stuff but 
that's always that's my goal sometimes when I have a day that's just super filled with stuff but but I mean I I'm glad that we were able to do that I really am I'm glad that it worked out and we was able to get some stuff now if it can produce some results in an arrest that would be amazing oh my goodness that's really and truly all we care about so that is we care about oh goodness no kidding so let's just hope for the best and hope that this has something to do with it if not at the very minimum it's got people talking about missy thinking about missy thinking about the case thinking about the perpetrator going over in their minds information they might know it probably informed a lot of people reminded people about the case and also just sort of made people realize it's not solved you know because every now and then we'll have people pop on to our social media and go wow i didn't even realize this case wasn't solved yet so we're just hoping that this will start the buzz again. Um, the media really hasn't been reporting on it. So I'm so glad that the billboard caught the eye of WFAA and they stepped forward and and did a wonderful piece on it again. So thank you to WFAA and to Jennifer Lewis, the wonderful PR lady who's been helping us from New York. Um, she has gotten the ball rolling on all of this media attention. So thank you. Yeah, she has done a great job. She's been amazing. And then um, Marie at WFAA who was originally supposed to do the piece and they kept booking her on other things. She was fantastic too. So we just appreciate everyone. Yeah, absolutely. We, we couldn't have done it without everyone's, um, everyone's help and collaboration together. So it's been, it's been great to see everybody come together for, you know, the good of a cause. I think that's awesome. Yes. And we can't thank y'all enough for listening. So I guess if that's it, Um, are we finished? I was going to talk about the other thing real quick. Um, oh, yeah. So we had a, um, back when we did the flyer uh, for Missy, and I believe it was, wasn't it on her birthday that I did that flyer? Yes. Was it? Okay. I couldn't remember the date for sure. But anyway, so when we were doing the flyer, we were sharing it. Um, I shared it with Ellis County Crime Stoppers, which is kind of how that all came about. But anyway, I asked her, basically, I just said, hey, can I share this on or can you share it on your page? And she was like, absolutely. And so um, they shared it and it, it got shared a ton of times, like 700 times or something. It was, it was great. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I didn't even realize when she did that. Remember, we didn't know for like two weeks. And um, one day, I guess I was looking for something and it popped up and I was like, oh, there's an article. I guess they, they did like a Facebook post and then they shared it. And then people were commenting underneath it. I mean, you didn't know, remember, for like two weeks. And so we were looking at the comments and um, one of the comments, you noticed this. You, you was telling me about it the other day. I, I seen it, but I kind of just like, well, I don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you were like, what is this? So we, we researched it and figured out what it was about. So it said, where is Emily's car? Yes. And we were like, what does that even mean? So, you know, you were looking it up and everything. And so you figured it out that it was about Emily Wade, who is, um, who was a woman that was missing, went missing in January 5th of 2019 from Ennis, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, she was last seen at 8.30 p.m. She was last seen on Clay Street in Ennis. She was driving a silver Nissan Altima 2012 with Kentucky license plate, and it has a number. Anyway, they couldn't figure out what happened to her. She was missing. And I want to say it was around a little over two weeks later that they found her body. So, um, and I remember when this happened, um, they found her body, but they never found her car. So we figured out that's what, or you did, that's what the comment was in the group that um, Ellis County Crime Stopper shared 
a flyer on. And so we were like, oh, okay. And so then we got to thinking about the car. And I remembered researching this back then. But anyway, it was kind of a coincidence that it was a 2012 a silver Nissan Altima again. Crazy. In another, yeah. Three, two or three years. Well, it was three years later. And so we were kind of like, well, this is crazy. But the one thing that will prove that it's not the same car connected is that Emily's car had a sunroof. Mm-hmm. I remember this from back then. Remember I told you, I said, I know there was something that kept it from being connected, but I couldn't remember what it was. But anyway, so that's what it was. I went through, they have a group called Remembering Emily and that it's hashtag Emily Strong. Her name is Emily Wade. And, um, and so they're still looking for the car and they actually did an article in the paper it was, it was very recent, so I'll just share that. Hang on one second. It was the Ennis News, and it was, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the date. It was September 13th. It was recent. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they did an article, and they're still looking for the car. So. Amazing. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. There's When coincidences like that happen, you're like, really? I can't believe how many coincidences there's been associated with the Mr. Beaver's case. I know we did a whole episode on it. We could probably roll out a part two. I know. Exactly. It's just like crazy. When I, I remember seeing that and, and um, I remember thinking, really? Like you can't even imagine what the connection could be. It's, it's, it's like, I guess this is how movies are made, you know? Right, right. <laughs> Real life. I know when I saw it was the right year it was in this right you know the range of years um and it was a silver Nissan Altima I almost fell out of my chair I was out of the loop on the Emily Wade case until recently and um yeah just learning that part of it I about died when you told me that actually I think you're the one that told me initially yeah I was surprised as well but I was I was glad to know I mean I was glad to know, I shouldn't, I, I hate to word things wrong, you know, glad to know she was found, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's hard for somebody to be missing and you just don't know anything, but unfortunately she was found, you know, deceased and, and they, they, uh, they said it was a, just an accident. Like she was swept away in floodwaters, but the weird part about it is her cars never showed up. So I don't know what's up with that. That's strange. So they're still looking for the car because they're afraid that there's some, um, you know, something kind of weird going on there with that whole situation that, but they, they didn't, they didn't have it. There was no injuries on her body or anything like that. So I don't know. But anyway, we just, since you mentioned it and you you saw, saw that post and I just totally forgot about it. Mm-hmm. I thought, let's just figure it out. Yeah. So no, I'm, we did glad you, that. I'm glad you remember to bring it up. I did want to cover that tonight. Um, was there anything else we wanted to cover tonight? It's been such a busy day. Yeah, it has. Um, I I can't think of it. We do. Are we going to mention the um, the the next podcast? Okay. Yeah, we can. It's going to be. It's going to be. Let's see. What is today? I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so confused. Is today is today Monday or Tuesday? <laughs> today is Monday. Right. <laughs> That's bad. We oh, don't no. even know the day of the week. Yeah, today is Monday the 21st. I had to look at my phone to verify that. But yes, it is Monday. <laughs> so crazy. I'm like, what day is it? <laughs> oh, that's bad. Okay. So, well, I don't, I guess I, I guess I should have brought it up because I'm not sure now if it's going to be the end of this week or next week. But anyway, we, we're going to do another one. We had planned on originally doing a live, um, uh, live podcast, mm-hmm. but 
it everything kind of got switched around on us. And so if anybody has any questions that they want to ask us to talk about on the case, uh, about the case, um, please just send us a, a message. You can send us a, um, a message on Facebook. You can send us an email. We have true crime broads at, um, at gmail.com. And then, um, you know, we Instagram. have all social yeah, we do check our in, we in, we check our Instagram inbox a lot, right? And so we're still doing that. So we we look forward to y'all sending us in, in any kind of questions or anything you want us to discuss because we will do it and we will do a live eventually. It's just taking us a little longer than we thought. We thought it was going to be easier than it is, and it's a little bit more. Um, it's a little harder than we thought. <laughs> I don't want to say hard, but it's harder to coordinate. Is basically it's hard to get everybody you know everybody that wants to do it plus us all on one you know platform so we're going to figure it out though yeah that sounds awesome yeah we'll figure out the live at some point um you have to have what was it like ten thousand followers on youtube to get to do a live there we have like yeah, 60 yeah and i thought we could just, i know i you had to get we had to get approved on the youtube for live and so i just assumed when you got approved that you could just use it i didn't know it was like okay <laughs> Now you have to qualify. I know. We're like, okay. hi, we're here to be approved. It's like, wait, you're missing like 9,000 yeah. followers at least. Right, right. Hilarious. They're probably like, you're funny. Yeah. So, so needless yeah, to sorry say, about that, guys. We didn't know. Yeah. Needless to say, we're not going to be doing a live on YouTube anytime soon. But we do have Reddit and um, I think we can do a oh, Facebook yeah. live. Didn't we talk about that maybe? But yeah, we can do facebook live we just i just don't know what to do with the camera because i'm not pointing it towards me and i don't know how to get <laughs> how to, i've already done now, that right? once i'm done <laughs> um but if we do that i'm still not understanding how to do that with you at the same time like on here we're talking but how does you know what i'm saying like how do we get it to where we can both be on there plus everybody can hear us and they can you know chat with us about it i don't know anybody um. has any suggestions or if, you, if that's your field of expertise, please feel free to let us know because we are not trying to say we're geniuses at this because we aren't. Yeah, <laughs> We've told that story many times, haven't we? Did I lose you, Crystal? Crystal, where are you? Yes, yes, yes. Money, nest, status in my crew. crew.
Skirt off the block, black, black. 12 on the clock black. I paint cash, cash, cash. you do the math black, black. I bust the bag, black, black. you take the tab black, black. I cut you fast, black, black. you out of gas yes, yes. Skirt off the block, black, black. 12 on the clock black. I paint cash, cash, cash. you do the math black, black. I bust the bag, black, black. you take the tab black, black. I cut you fast, black, black. you out of gas yes.